0: Welcome to the Hand Down, Man Down Podcast. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Hand Down, Man Down Podcast. This is Danny Thompson signing back on here after another blazing week of basketball, you know, stemming from the action that's happened in the WNBA over the past couple weeks or so. Um, it was. It's been. It's been very eventful, to say the least. Um, I know, at least on my end, with you know all the the coaching for camps I do and trying to follow, keep make sure I follow everything that's going on in the WNBA every day so often. And, you know, it's it gets it gets you know stressful a little bit, but it's enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. And uh, with everything that's been going on for the past week or so, uh, we we might as well dive right into it. First things first. A couple congratulations need to go out first. First and first, congratulations to Rebecca Brunson. She has now become the all-time leading rebounder in WNBA history, passing both Lisa Leslie and Tamika Catchings in their game against the Los Angeles Sparks last week. Um, That says a lot about her career overall, you know, since she's been in the WNBA after playing in those early years with the likes of Yolanda Griffith for the – Sacramento Monarchs, and then to see where she's how she's come along since her t- since being with the Minnesota Lynx, you know it's it's amazing to see where her career arc has has taken her uh, thus far. She's transformed her body, she's transformed her game. Where it's being being able to last, you know, this long, and for somebody like her, for what she's done in the WNBA for the past, you know. Uh, some odd number of seasons she's been in the league and it's been a long time being in the WNBA. You know, it says a lot about her and, and the fact that she's still doing it at a high level to this point because if you look at her, you know, this season through 19 games, she's averaging 9 points and 9 rebounds a game. She is a tough, tough tough player and the fact that she has gotten this far and is still doing it big in the WNBA says a lot. Now think about this think about the Who people have said she's passed. She's passed pretty much two surefire Hall of Famers. In well, one is the Hall of Famer Lisa Leslie and Tamika, and both both are Hall of Famers in my opinion, uh, Tamika Catchings and Lisa Leslie. But just for the fact of who she's passed, and the fact that she's still doing it at this level is a is. Not just amazing, but it's also very great to see. And the fact that she's still doing it, I give her all the props in the world. So that's the first congratulations. The second congratulations goes to Sue Bird of the Seattle Storm. She passed Lauren Jackson as the all time leader, all time scoring leader for the Seattle Storm franchise. Um what what can't you say about Sue Bird? Sue Bird to me is in my opinion, the the best point guard to ever play in the WNBA. Um, She's already had a, you know, a a couple career milestones happen already. Um, She's just, at this point, she's just adding on to her already illustrious resume. Uh, She became, she's the all time leader in assists. She's already second in, she's already fifth in steals and looking to keep climbing. Um, you go on the fact that she's a ten-time All-Star, you know, a, a champion. You know, she's she's one of the she's one of the greats of the game, and that says a lot about you know her as a player. Because if you look if you look at it, look at the the list of point guards or just just the list of players in its own right that she's that she's ahead of. I mean. Tisha Penichero, who, in my opinion, was the original greatest point guard to play in the WNBA before Sue Bird came along. Um, Lindsay Whalen, Diana Taurasi, who's, who's still putting up numbers as we speak. Um, it's, it, speaks to, it speaks to her game, and it speaks to who she is. Um, but definitely, definitely a big congratulations goes out to Miss Sue Bird of the Seattle Storm. And our third and final congratulations, and this is... For me, this is this is a homer. Uh, coach Mike Thibault, he became the first w, w first coach in WNBA history to reach 300 wins. Um, he's quietly leading the Washington Mystics on a very 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 successful season at this point, and he's doing it. You know, he's always finding a way to change up his change up his style. He's um, he's a class act he's one of the top coaches in the league, one of the top coaches to, to coach in the WNBA, period. Um, just just hoping for him to hurt just hoping for him to get a, a championship at this point, but definitely, definitely gotta send a a very good congratulations out to Mike T Bolt for getting his three hundredth win also. Um, but that's that's just the that's just the congratulations that we just have to give out just to start it off, you know, start off this latest episode. And, you know, we're going to get right into it because, again, right now this is all, this is pretty much a WNBA, you know, filled summer with everything that's been going on around the league um, from the like, from, from the play of, you know all the teams in the league to play of individual players and you know with with that being said we're going to get right into it the the biggest biggest story in my opinion who we got to talk about is the play and the rise of Asia Wilson of the Las Vegas Aces she is already dominating the game and is doing it at a high level that in my opinion, hasn't been seen in a long time, especially as a rookie in the WNBA. Um, If you look at it, her stats is already staggering. She's averaging 21 points, uh, 8.7 rebounds, 2 assists, and 1 block a game, all while still doing this with a player efficiency rating of 28... I mean, not 28, 25.6. She is killing it right now in the WNBA. And her games over that stretch has spoken volumes of her, not just, not just you know, what she's done, you know, on the court, but especially with the way she's handled things off the court. Like, for example, as you know, last week after LeBron got his huge deal, four years, $154 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers, Asia Wilson came out and tweeted, you know, that the, and talk about how women's women need to get paid more, especially women's basketball players in the WNBA need to get paid more. And of course, people came out of the woodwork bashing her for said comment. And and particularly and I hate that it's that I have to say this. But I really don't hate it because it's it's shouldn't be said at all. But in fact a lot of men or a lot of trolls came out and was saying that, you know, Oh, the WNBA players aren't skilled enough, if they were more athletic, if they could dunk blah 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 blah, then they would get paid more, but that in its own right is just downright ignorant to say, especially the fact that these women do more than most athletes do, you know, outside of just their regular uh, athletic careers. Um we already I mentioned this before. I have a blog now and I I mentioned how I read an article um, on Forbes, and it mentioned you know four particular WNBA players uh, who have their own businesses outside of what they do uh, in the WNBA. Some play overseas, you know. Instead, like I said just now, some have businesses. But the fact that they don't get paid enough money in their actual career of being a WNBA basketball player says a lot, and that should not be frowned upon. But the fact that Asia Wilson pointed that out and people started attacking her for that reason. I was like, it's, it's kind of disrespectful to say that, especially being that Asia Wilson, you know, number one draft pick in this year's NBA dra- uh, WNBA draft. Um, she, she was just, she's, she's been on a tear since being in the league and it's, and it's right for her to think that, you know, she should start receiving more, more pay for what she does on the basketball court. Um, but for her, the achievements have been just racking up since she's been um, since she's been in the WNBA. Like I mentioned before, she was Rookie of the Month in June. Um, she has been already been named Player of the Week once already, uh, along with Elena Deladon that one week. And the fact that she's still doing it and still getting things done. 14 that's still trying to that's up and coming after the move from San Antonio says a lot about her and she's still doing great things in the WNBA and it's she's only been in the league for 1 not even not even a full season yet. She's only been in the league for 1 official month and she has been handling everything you could think of when it comes to this year's this season with class and dignity and skill on the court. And the fact that, you know, people are starting to recognize her, not for her skill, but for what she said off the basketball court, is insane to me. It's time for her to get recognized, not just for what she says, but what she does on and off the court. And she has been a big-time player in the WNBA already. And and like I said, it's only been a full month. She's already – what you think about it? She's already a franchise player. I mean, Asia Wilson, for – no better or worse she is she's pretty much turned into a complete player and she can already do everything you can think of on the basketball court she's already a dominant post player on the block and on the high elbow she can rebound the basketball well she can play she can do the mid-range game she can do low post game as well she is already considered one of the top players in the WNBA already and she should be in line for an all-star selection we'll get in We'll get into that later on in the episode because I want to talk about that a little bit more. But that just goes to show you again how well this WNBA season has been. Um, most of the time, you don't you don't really get to hear a lot about the play of rookies um, in professional sports, let alone in basketball and in the WNBA. And the fact that Asia Wilson has come in and has shattered a lot of a lot of people's expectations of her. Um, unlike me, I knew she. I knew she had this. I knew she had this in her. I knew she was going to be a force once she came. Once she set foot on the on the pro court, and she has not let me down in every in every sense of the word. Uh, again, like I said, her stats back it up. Her play is backing it up. And for the time that she's been in the league, the short amount of time that she's been in the WNBA already, says a lot that now. You know she's doing a lot of great things for that franchise out in Las Vegas, with them just moving to this that city just this past this season. So for somebody like her to already be in the headlines for something positive, you know, and also getting notice for her play on the basketball court, really speaks volumes to who she is and how she's come along so much since coming from. University of South Carolina. She was already an accomplished player at the University of South Carolina. Um, SEC player of the year, national player of the year, national champion, uh, final four NCAA tournaments every year, SEC championships. She has, she has she's, she's come into the league already accomplished, and she's already going to become more accomplished the more she plays and the more she gets, um, the more she starts seeing time in the WNBA this Without you know barring any so-called injuries because Asia Wilson is here to stay and I think she's going to be a problem for years to come in the WNBA and not just not just on the court but off the court as well she's going to be becoming making a major impact a role model and she's going to do a lot of great things in her professional uh, basketball career. Now we get into the next segment of our episode here and it's pretty much going to be centered around what's coming up in the in the next. Next couple of days for the WNBA, and that's the All Star Game. The All Star Game um, is taking place in Minnesota this year, and if you haven't, you have until you have until July twelfth to get your votes for the All Star Game up and ready to go. And it's it's become a tough task for for myself at least to look at who these all-stars are going to be. Now the All-Star game is on the 20 is on the 28th and you have until the 12th before for the window closes and then they're going to select who the team captains will be and then they're going to find out who the players are going to be that the captains will select for the WNBA All-Star game in Minnesota on the 28th. And it's it's getting very interesting because of the fact of how well these players have played Um, this season, and it's no easy task trying to figure out who's going to be All-Stars this year. Um, After the first release of the votes, it it looks like it's going to be Maya Moore and Elena Deladon who will be the captains for the All-Star teams. But in that right mindset, we're still trying to figure out who they're going to pick to be on the team, let alone who are going to be All-Stars this year. Because there's so many good players this year that you can't really narrow it down to just who these players are going to be. You got to look at it from so many different um, stats and play on the court. Um, And it's it's going to be very, very tough to pick out who these All-Stars are going to be. I know I had a tough, tough problem voting for All-Stars because of the fact that there's so many good players this season that you can't just center it down to just, you know, 10 and the Ross is going to be down to at least 11, and I'm trying to figure out who these players are going to be going into the All-Star game. Um, if you ask me, it's it's going to be a tough decision to make, but I'm going to try to narrow it down to at least who I think will be the top 10 vote-getters in the All-Star in the All-Star voting once it's all said and done. And this is who I think who will probably be All-Stars um, coming into it. But for starters, I'm going to tell you who I think the – the team captain's will be, and I think it's gonna stay stand packed. I think Maya Moore and Elena Deladon will be the team captains for the all-star game. And even with that, we still gotta figure out who are going to be the all-stars this season. Um, I'm gonna just go with go with it off the top of my mind who I think are all stars. First things first, I'm gonna name, you know, at least three off the bat. You got Brianna Stewart. Asia Wilson, as mentioned before in the last segment, talking about her and her career so far since being in the WNBA. And, of course, Candace Parker of the LA Sparks. Now, after that is where it starts to get tricky. Um, For me, now it comes down to who I think will be some of the top players coming out. I already gave you five. So, next up, you got Diana Taurasi. And the way she's played for the Phoenix Mercury this season, I mean... Who else would not have thought, unless some injury happened, barring any you know injury, that Diana Taurasi was not going to be a WNBA All Star? You would be losing your mind if that was the case. Diana Taurasi already has a PR of twenty three point eight, and she's been playing out of her mind this season. She's already, you know, as it stands right now for the season, she's averaging twenty points, uh, four point nine assists, and three rebounds a game. And to go along with that, she's pretty much, like I said, she's the GOAT. She's getting it done for her team no matter what. Um, unfortunately, she didn't play. She couldn't finish the game my last night due to illness playing against the Dallas Wings. But still, when you think about it, Diana Taurasi will be an all-star this year. And to go along with that, her teammate, Brittany Griner, will be an all-star. Um, Brittany Griner is a defensive force. And on top of that, she has the offensive game to go along with that defensive mentality that she has. She's also averaging 20 points, but she's also pulling down seven rebounds and uh, 3.2 blocks per game. If you didn't think she was going to be all-star, again, you're mistaken. She's one of the top uh, post players in the league, and the way that she's been playing this season, it's, it's no secret that she's going to be a WNBA all-star. And then on top of that, you go along with, you know, the next – the next big, who is pretty much going to be a, a Liz Cambage, um, she's averaging 20 points. She's also averaging 20 points, if you will, 20 and a half. Uh, she's also grabbing 9.9 9 rebounds, almost 10. She's also pulling down. She's also uh, getting 1.8 blocks a game and also getting 2.3 assists per game. She is playing, since coming back into the WNBA after a five-year absence. Uh, she's been playing lights out, her PER is at 27.7, so she's pretty much picked up picked up right where she left off um, before she left uh, the WNBA after the 2013 season. And she is just playing out of her mind, and it's looking like she's going to make sure she's going to be an all-star. She's also, the, to me, she's the most dominant force in the WNBA, dominant player in the WNBA right now. And then on top of that, you go along with her teammate, Skylar Diggins, who will also be a WNBA All-Star this year. Um, she is pretty much the best point guard in the league right now. Um, after coming back from that ACL injury, she looks like she's at 100% full strength mentally and physically. Um, she's ever since, If you look at her stat line, 19 points, 6 assists, uh, almost 4 rebounds. But on top of that, if you, you, know, you go down and look at some of the advanced stats, she's already accumulating for uh, three, three win shares, and she's also has a PR of 21.7. Without her, this Wings team does not go um, as far as it is without her. And the fact that she will be named a WNBA All Star will be no doubt in my mind. Um, she is playing ex- extremely well in the first half of the season and the fact that she's going to be mentioned she's going to be an all-star is just pretty much says to how well she's playing um, the next person on my list is Kayla McBride Now, Kayla McBride was missing for the beginning part of the season because she was still trying to finish up her se- her her overseas stint and since she's coming since, since she's come back I don't see why you can't name her an all-star Along with Asia Wilson, she has been playing spectacular for the Las Vegas Aces. And she's the reason she's one of the reasons why they're doing the the damage that they're doing so far in this in the uh you know the WNBA this season. Now granted the success is just now coming along. Like I said, they're just now moving. This is still a franchise on the come up. But the fact that they already have two cornerstones on that on that team already, and the fact that they need to go ahead and just name Kayla McBride an all-star. Uh, It all depends on how well you vote and the media votes. Um, It's no secret to me that she will be a WNBA All-Star. The next player on my list who I figured will be a WNBA All-Star this year, um, it's actually a a sisterly bond we got here because Chanae Ogumike and Neka Ogumike will both be WNBA All-Stars. I'm going to spend most of my time talking about Chanae here because... When you think about it, Shanae went through a bad, bad injury uh, in the twenty after the twenty sixteen season, you know, rupturing her Achilles. And since she's come back, she has been a problem for for uh, opposing post players in the WNBA this season, averaging fifteen points, seven rebounds, and getting one at least one steal a game. She is she is spectacular. She's playing lights out. Um, and that's that just says how well that just shows you how well she's worked to get back to this form. And the fact that the Connecticut Sun are one of the top teams in the league, it, it just says a lot. Now, granted, they might be slipping just a little bit, not by a lot, but she's still uh, putting up numbers for that team and still playing in a high rate. And it's, it's going to be a shame if if I look up and she's not an all star this year, you know, even with. You know, Cheney, her sister NECA is putting up almost identical stats. She might be averaging more points. She's averaging 16 points. But they're both pulling down just about the same amount of rebounds, at seven rebounds a game. And she is shooting at a high clip as well, shooting at least uh, 58% from the floor this season so far and also having a high player efficiency rating of 25.5. And when you look at Chanae, Cheney's player efficiency rating – is uh I think it's a I think it's around the same mark I believe if not it's about it's just just a little bit under it's at 24. So when you think about it, those two players will be a WNBA all- star and the fact that there's so many other players that's playing who are playing at all-star levels it it would be it's it's gonna be hard to figure out who these players will be um you still I still didn't get the chance to mention Tina Charles. Jewel Lloyd, uh, Natalie Achonwa of the Indiana Fever, Diamond DeShield of the Chicago Sky, who I think will be another rookie who will be an All Star this year. Um, it's it's just going to be amazing to see what turns out and how this these fan votes will come and in, come into play. But then again, this just shows you how well and how competitive this WNBA season is so far. Um, teams are competing every single night and it's not just one team when you look at the standings um, I had mentioned this in my last uh, blog post there are a lot of teams who have 10 wins right now now granted 5 of them are in the Western Conference but you look at the other 2 in uh, the Washington Mystics and the Connecticut Sun that brings the total up to 7 teams who have 10 wins or more this season, And it just shows you how well these teams are playing, how well they're competing, and just the fact that, you know, it's showing that a lot more people are watching the game. Now, I still – now, granted, I'm only 28, but I was still – I'm still old enough to remember how it was when they first started. Um, Cynthia Cooper, uh, Tina Thompson, Cheryl Sloops on those Houston Commons teams when they won four straight – uh, Lauren Jackson and Sue Bird's beginning days in the Seattle Storm and their championship run. Uh, Lisa Leslie on those early Los Angeles Sparks teams. Uh, Shamika Holesclaw, Nikki McRae of the Washington Mystics, those early days. And, I mean, it's it's been crazy to see how far the league has come along and the fact that they're getting more, more visibility amongst the fans, casual or uh, hardcore fans of basketball, are starting to recognize the play of these players and these teams in the WNBA. Because even now, you can look at it and you can uh, think of more players this this year. Um, Tiffany Hayes and Angel Mokachi down in Atlanta. I already mentioned Brittany Griner and Diana Taurasi down in Phoenix. But then you look at, you know, Breanne January, DeWanna Bonner, Sancho, Sancho Little before she got injured down in Phoenix. Um, the Sparks with Candace Parker, Nika Agumake, Chelsea Gray, Odyssey Sims, the Minnesota Lynx with their roster. Uh, we already mentioned Rebecca Brunson and Maya Moore, but that's still, we still didn't even get a chance to mention Sylvia Fowles, uh, Simone Augustus, Lindsey Whalen. Dallas, uh, to me, that can be the most complete team with with consistency and coaching. As you know, we had a conversation with Rachel Gallagher on Twitter. Uh, when we were talking about Dallas. Uh, but then again, you look at that roster, Kareemah Christmas Kelly before she got hurt, uh, Liz Cambage, Skylar Diggins smith Alicia Gray, um, Azaree Stevens, that roster is looking is looking dynamic. And then you bring it home. This is home cooking for me because of the way the Mystics are. And Elena Deladon, Christy Tolliver, Ariel Atkins, Misha Hines-Allen. You know, there's so many different storylines this season that the play that's on the court is starting to show more and people are starting to pay attention. And to me, it's, you know, never too never too late to really get into the WNBA and start noticing who these players are and how well they're playing and, and how well these teams are starting to put together – um, some quality games. Now, granted, they've been putting together quality games for a long time. It's just now everybody, a lot of fans, are starting to get more recognition to the way they're playing, and I think it's 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 long overdue. Um, I mean, just just in just in naming the All Stars, I had trouble with it because I was still trying to figure out who else I could name and who else I think is going to be a WNBA All Star this season. That's how tough and how competitive this season is. And if you ask me, it's just gonna get better and better as the years go on. You know, I don't see if fa- I don't see how, you know, more teams will, more fans and more uh, people will start giving recognition to the WNBA and the fact that it's to me it's starting to dominate the summer outside of the NBA free agency news. Um, it's good that most of the most of the news is coming from the play on the court. And um not just what's going on off the court, but it's it's good to notice that they're getting recognized off the court as well. Um it's just gonna be interesting to see how this season ends up, and that's just and that's just coming to the point of just trying to name who are going to be all stars this season. That was a difficult task in its own right for me, but I was able to get it done. Um, it, it's it just shows you how well and how hard and how competitive this season is. It's hard just picking all stars. Um, don't even get me started in trying to pick who are going to be favorites for the championship this year. But that's just, that's thats going to be another episode for another day. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this has been another edition of the Hand Down Man Down podcast. You can catch us on Instagram at handdownmandown.show. I'm still trying to get the Twitter page going. It's at hdmd underscore show. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at sleepybeast42. I'm posting every day. I, I, I look to have good, good basketball conversation with people, whether it's on the NBA, the WNBA. And then we're going to, you know, once the college season rolls around, going to have a lot of talk. But I'm having a lot of conversations about the WNBA, and I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, But in the meantime, between time, I got to get out of here, you guys. Uh, Check back in with us. stay, Stay tuned. And we'll be back with you next week. See you guys later.